these kids are ready. I think I got my swagger back. Oh, oh, oh. I think I got my swagger back. Oh. Bach and Bort Project to Failcast, episode 39. Bort, what's up? Not much. Ready for some fantasy football. I'm going to be at the opening opening game, Vikings versus Packers. Skull baby. Um, so I'm super Skull excited. Skull baby. So excited. What's your – do you have a – are you uh, much for making predictions? Uh, from the Vikings game? Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously we know that, like, the purple juice flows pretty good. Um, over at my house, so I have, I have no doubt that the Vikings should be able to and could win this game. Um, Aaron Rodgers has little to no offensive support. David Bakhtiari may not be good to go week one. Um, so Daniil and um, Zadarius should be able to hopefully feast. Um, and who knows? Maybe we can break his collarbone again. Whoa, okay. Uh, I don't know if I root for injury, but I mean... I don't either, but I'm saying maybe they could. If it happens, if it happens, it happens. Right, right. Um, exactly. So are you are you? So I'm saying, I'm saying a, the Vikings are going to win. I'm saying they're going to win. I haven't seen, I have not witnessed in person a Vikings loss. So it would be my first time. How many games have you been to? I've been to quite a few. Um, I was back at the Vikings San Fran game, uh, when Favre threw the game winning touchdown in the end zone. Um, yeah. The year that, uh, he also threw an interception so that we didn't go to the Super Bowl. That was that year. Yep. Yep. I've been to a few home openers. Love that year. Fun. Love that year. That was a great year up until the Saints game, but just like 2017. Um, yeah, and and probably uh, many more years. Uh, <laughs> many come more to come. We don't we don't we don't just know of yet. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited. Well, I'm for, a little sad for, you didn't. I'm I'm a little sad. Sorry, go ahead. I'm just excited for fantasy football in general. Um, and like I would be too if I had your team. Yeah, my team's all right, but I mean, as we'll get into, I mean, we both have predictions um, as to what's going to happen. Um, I still need a lot more uh, to to like take it home, but I mean it should be fun as long as Jeremy doesn't win, and my team does something relatively fun. That should be good for me. That's that's worth the one fifty for you. Yeah, which actually reminds me. Sorry, Kamish, I actually need to pay that. Yeah, uh, he gave everybody the bell of shame, and your name was on the list for not having paid. When was this? Uh, as was my, as was mine, uh, late in the podcast uh, when they recorded. Um, I Kamish should not have been on that list. Uh, I paid on August twenty second, and I did send you a screenshot of it. <laughs> um, also, he flamed me for trading all of my good players, like Tyreek and Saquon. Uh, I just don't think Kamish really sees the value in um, selective roster restructuring, uh, and that's that's his loss because he's going to have to be there at some point uh, because his team is not good enough to win this year, uh, nor does he have the firepower to make trades to make his team a legitimate contender. So, uh, Jonathan, I think you'll be uh, – I think in Eli's words, 
you'll be the disappointment in a few years uh, because you chose to restructure your team. Um, Those are some tough words. Eli was also giving Eli was also giving me shade for for tanking, saying uh, that why my team sucked was uh, what did he say? He said, "Oh, that not because my team is bad, but because I'm like I'm a disappointment." Oh, uh, not that my team's a disappointment, but that I'm a, I'm a disappointment. So, uh, I'm excited to to have <laughs> Eli uh, be right this year. I hope I go winless. That's actually funny. That actually that actually kind of brings us brings us right into to our first segment, which we are going to do our week one preview. But Bort, before we get into that, what were you going to say? I think it's 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 absolutely hilarious that he said that not just your team is a disappointment. <laughs> I'm a disappointment. But you as a human being are a disappointment yeah. to fantasy football. And that's why my te- that's why my team sucks. <laughs> not not your brother who's lost the last two years no. <laughs> consecutively. And Ben and Ben admitted <laughs> that he tried to lose the first year and tried to be good the second year and still lost. <laughs> which which okay, I'm that, I'm, I'm gonna kinda throw it back amazing. to Eli. last year he was trying to be good and was not good. Like his team and other teams have gotten oh, better and he has not improved his team. He has not gotten better. <laughs> so I'm like, no, watch out. <laughs> he has plenty of quarterbacks, but none of them are good. Right. I mean, Carr is the best quarterback on his team. Carr is good. And I wouldn't say Carr is a shoe in top eight quarterback this year. Top 10. He'll, he'll be a quarterback one probably just with Devante uh, and Waller. And Renfro, but I mean, how how much better is he going to be? Um, who knows? He could be good, but I don't envision Eli sniffing the playoffs this year. Even on points scored, I don't see him doing it. No, I don't either. Uh, anyway, we don't need to we don't need to target Jonathan and Eli much more. Uh, <laughs> speaking of which, thank you, gentlemen, for the Di- uh, Dynasty Dads After Dark episode one. I cannot wait for episode two. I had an absolute blast listening to it. Uh, so please send those our way, and we will put them up whenever we get them. Uh, that was a blast to listen to. Um, Bort, do we want to just hop right into week one matchups before we get into uh, some other stuff? Yeah, let's do it. Um, why don't we start off? Sick. Why don't you kind of like um, go over my matchup? I'll go over yours, and then we can yeah. kind of talk about the others. For sure. Uh, so, Bort, you go up against uh, Josh's newly named team running up that hill. Uh, you're projected for just under 150, uh, whereas Josh um, is looking at one, 124.22. So I think you win, obviously, this week. I'm going to go with Sleeper um, and, and their projection saying you win. Just a couple lineup notes for, for folks who uh, just kind of as we're getting the season started. The lineup notes that I have for you, Bort, are this. Um, outside, like you have four, I would say mainline studs, um, in your lineup that any team would have in their lineup. Um, and by any team, I probably mean like, okay, of the, if the goal this year is to beat Jeremy, um, I look at, okay, how many players on your lineup would, um, would, would be starters on Jeremy's team. And I would say four for sure. Those four being Joe Burrow. Actually, no, not Joe. Burrow, not even Joe Burrow. Wild, no, Alvin, Alvin Kamara, Jamar Chase, and Tyreek Hill, and I think one of either um, Juju Smith-Schuster or <laughs> Allen Robinson, depending on the week. 
could be a starter on Jeremy's team. But I would also argue that Joe Burrow should be a starter on almost any team except for Jeremy's because Jeremy just so happens to have Allen and Herbert, <laughs> which is which is crazy. But outside of that, um, I don't know how much – I don't know if Juju can be a wide receiver one in Kansas City. I sure hope so. They signed him and they want him to fill a role as like – and so Juju has – absolute potential this year. Uh, but I don't know if the floor is necessarily there for, or the ceiling is necessarily there for Juju to truly take, uh, take a leap, even in an offense that is going to suit his needs, um, as a receiver, which is running out of the slot. And with James Conner, dude, I don't know if he can stay healthy. Do you think he can stay healthy two years in a row? <sighs> I mean, I do. I do think he can. Um, I think he, you know, will he do exactly what he did last year? I mean, last year he was RB5. Um, do I foresee RB5 territory again? No, I don't. I'm still thinking, no. you know, you know, RB... I mean, if he was even a top 14 running back, I would be happy with that. Yeah. Um, to yeah. have two top yeah, 14 running backs. RB1 season. Yeah. Yeah, that's... That's all. I mean, that's really all you can ask for. Um, but again, history has not, or his good uh, injury history has not been on James Conner's side uh, for much of his career. And he is 27, which seems to be kind of an invisible line for most running backs. Derrick Henry being an exception, um, and a few others. I'm sure I'm forgetting, but uh, it'll be interesting, especially with the with Nuke being gone the first six weeks what Connor's role in that offense looks like. And you're probably banking on him coming out and coming out, uh, like getting off to a really hot start, uh, hoping that you can stack up some early season wins and not be pressing it all like all year to, to, to be in a good spot. Um, I do think you beat Josh or beat Josh week one. Josh's team is, is not, not anything to stay up thinking about. Um, DK Metcalf has no quarterback. Zeke didn't play well last year. I have no reason to think he's, he's going to play well this year. Do you Zeke? Um, I think Zeke is probably not going to have a better year. Um, I think with what Pollard has been doing in Dallas has really taken away a lot of Zeke in my opinion. Um, so yeah, I, agree. I don't, um, I don't foresee, you know, him having a, you know, any type of breakout year, but okay. I mean, he was still running back six I, last year. He was running back seven in PPR leagues last seven, year, nine yes. the year before that three, five. He's only had one outside of the top 10 finish. And that was back in 2017 when he only played 10 games. He's been a running back so, one okay. every single year. I mean, but Josh made it to the made it to the championship game year one, mostly in part because of Kyler Murray and Deshaun Watson. Not to mention Zeke, um, who that year was that twenty nineteen our first year or twenty twenty? Twenty twenty was our first year. Twenty, yeah, yeah. So Zeke was a was running back nine that year and running back seven last year. Um, but he had he had less. He's had the he had the fewest carries in his whole career last year. Um, he had the second lowest or third lowest yards per carry last year. He did find the end zone ten times, but he had a career um, 
was second uh, career low in receiving yards last year. Um, so the numbers, at least in that point, do not indicate increased production from Zeke. And Josh looks like he's trying to sell him. He has him on the trade block. Um, I'm sure Zeke will get traction from team from playoff teams later in the year, but not to start. There's no need to trade for Zeke right now if there's no guarantee of him being healthy or productive later. Right. So that's my that's a little bit of my take on um, on both of your guys' lineups. I think you take that that matchup handily. The next one is Ben versus Jonathan. Uh, Ben's the underdog, which is to be expected going up against Jonathan. Uh, Trevor Lawrence and and Tua are, in my opinion, both question marks coming into the season, and Ben needs both of those guys to hit if he has hopes of contending with his current roster. Yeah. Would you agree? Yeah, definitely. He like need, he need he needs top he needs top ten seasons from Tua and Trevor Lawrence in order for his team, if everybody else also co- like comes up to expectations or even like a little bit higher than expectations, for his team to be competitive. Yeah, he definitely needs that you know that QB territory that's going to consistently put up twenty two points every single week. Uh-huh. I think Trevor Lawrence has a better shot of that than Tua. To be honest, you think so? I think. Oh man, yeah. So you're you're not high on Tua just in general because there's no way you could surround Tua with better weapons than Waddle and Hill. Well, I just think that uh, Trevor Lawrence know, has man. the I mean, better. You can be quarterback. Has the better quarterback skills. Um, I agree. Like the throwing motion. I mean, injury history. Um, True. You know, Tua has kind of struggled. I mean, who knows? He apparently he's looked really good this preseason. So I'm gonna hold off and on and wait just a little bit on Tua. Um, yeah. But I honestly yeah. just because you know Lawrence had a bad year. He was a rookie. He started. He did. Um, he was set. He was set up to fail. Right. He lost both of his running backs. Um, he's now got Etn back. Um, he, they added Christian and James Kirk. Robinson is back. He, exactly. They added Christian Kirk. They got Marvin Jones back. They added Zay Jones, which Zay Jones I'm like, eh, okay, uh, show me more. Evan Ingram uh, didn't really look that Blech, great. Gross. Um, but it's a, it's an upgrade at tight end. I'm taking any opportunity, I'm, I'm taking any opportunity to shit on Jonathan's former players. Evan Ingram is not anybody that Trevor Lawrence wants to throw the football to. But he'll still get targets because he's still an upgrade Which is at gross. what he had. So, I mean, he got the... I mean, Mark's saying don't forget about Dan Arnold right now. Yeah, Dan Arnold. Who? <laughs> um, but yeah, he definitely needs Tua. I mean, they were both... I mean, Lawrence was QB 23, Tua was QB 26. I mean, obviously, he needs more yeah. than that. He needs at least. They need, he needs big. He needs big jumps. He needs a QB one out of but, out of one of them, for sure. But here, and I would even say that neither of those are the biggest question mark on Ben's roster going into not only Week One but this year, and that's Antonio Gibson. What is what is he in Washington with the Commanders? Well, I just saw. Um, what is he? I just saw something come up on. Bleacher Report or something like that about how who's the head coach over there? Ron Rivera. Ron Rivera was committed to they're going to get him the ball. It was something along those lines. Like they are going to get the ball to um, Antonio Gibson. So, I mean, 
Who knows? I think okay. But yeah, he. I would agree. He's a question mark going forward, especially once Brian Robinson comes back. Because I heard Brian Robinson was outperforming yeah. him all off season. Yes, and that was the that was the report. And right? JD McKissick, like it's a, it's a running back. JD by McKissick committee. has JD McKissick has a role in that offense, and I don't think it has negatively impacted Gibson that much the last two years because Gibson was. Running back thirteen and running back twelve the last two years. Right, but I'm saying so the combination a, of Robinson running back one. and McKissick. Sure, sure, I could see it. But I agree with you. I think Gibson has been, you know, I mean, he's been good. He's been a good, solid running back his first two years in the league. Yeah, agreed. Um, I just think Gibson in a starting running back position on a lineup that needs elite running back production considering most of his slot are filled up with wide receivers minus Clyde Edwards Alaire. You need a workhorse and I don't know if Gibson's gonna give him that um in week one or this year. But um regardless, I don't think Ben squeaks out a, a W against Jonathan. And then the final matchup I had was even just myself uh versus Dan Krause, which is ironically it just the battle of the two the battle of the of the two uh, toilet bowls. So uh, toilet bowl contenders. I, oh, I may change it because he, he just updated his lineup. Um, he's got his starters in there. He's got a full lineup in. So uh, yeah, okay. He's gonna take it unless he changes his lineup from now Again. until Sunday. Um, you're gonna be owned. Does he one. have anybody playing on Thursday? Um, no, he doesn't. No Thursday. He's got all Sunday games. Every yep, all um, Sunday. So it the path for zero and thirteen is open. Yep. For me. Uh, right now it's projected. I score twenty eight points. Uh, the DFT scores one twenty nine point six six. I'm curious where does that put Dan as far as projected scores out of week one for all the teams? Um, puts him probably tops probably top seven. Let me look. Hold on. John, Jonathan has more. Chris has more. Eli has more. Jeremy has more. Uh, Sam has more. Even Matt Ben has more. You have more. Ben is there. Josh could be there. I mean, Ben. D- ben is projected to have like half a point less. Right, so but I'm saying like that's, that's seven something. without. That's seven without Ben. Ben and so Josh DFT being there too needs. Yeah, DFT uh, right now. If week one is a vision of what the projected scores uh are going to be throughout the weeks doesn't look like doesn't look like dft is going to get many three victory point weeks so he's going to be relying on his tried and true hey just win baby just win well that's that's how i i ended the year and i know commish touched on this and i'm still a little bit bitter about it i won eight straight (laughs) eight straight games to end the year but I didn't score enough points. So just win, baby, win isn't going to get wah, you wah. anywhere. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, like, but what I'm saying is, like, even if he wins, that don't mean nothing. It don't mean nothing. You got to get three victory points. You got to be good at scoring, and you got to win your head-to-heads. And um, even when you lose, you have to score a lot of points. This is true. And because on the on the week, I mean, he's going to win. He's going to win week one because I'm not going to win. So uh, DFT starts one and oh, and that's all. that's really you don't want to be zero and one, regardless of if you're not top seven in scoring. You don't want to start off. zero and one. 
Right. There's plenty of time to make up points. You just want to get off to a get off to a victory, get that locker room camaraderie up, and that's exactly what the DFT is going to leave Week One with. Um, those are all the matchups I have. Bort, what sticks out to you in the remaining matchups before we move on? Yeah, um, uh, a, a matchup for the bottom feeders: um, Mark yo, versus Canute. Yeah, yeah. Right now. Mark, I mean, we, we kind of talked about his team and, and where he's at. He's got Tom Brady, Derrick Henry, Amon Ra, St. Brown, Brees Hall. Um, that's about it, um, to be honest. That's about it. He doesn't it. have... Yeah. Damian, Damian Harris and Tony Pollard are both in RBBCs. KJ Osborne's third in targets, if not fourth behind Dalvin Cook this year. Right. In targets in Minnesota, and Hardman is behind Juju... Potentially Sky Moore, not to mention Travis Kelsey, potentially Clyde Edwards, Marcos Valdez Scantling, or even if they decide to ever throw to the running back, Clyde Edwards Alaire uh, in Kansas City. And he doesn't have, and that's his super flex. He doesn't have a quarterback to put in his super flex because um, who's the dude he drafted uh, in Tennessee? Malik Willis. Malik Willis isn't starting yet um, and probably won't start this year, so. Yeah, everyone's talking about Malik Willis starting mid-season. Like I was watching, even Jonathan I was, watching was saying some... that on the podcast la- last night. I was listening to the podcast. Jonathan was saying that Malik Willis could be starting midway through the year, and I think that's absolutely insane. That is preposterous statement. I've tournament worthy. I've seen videos <laughs> of him um, doing like drop back drills, and he like even their whoever oh their gosh. third quarterback was, his footwork is so bad. And I, you know, I mean, you can make up for footwork with arm talent, but I don't think he's got, I mean, he's got a good arm. Don't get me wrong, but he doesn't have like Patrick Mahomes could have bad footwork because he can make up for it with arm talent. There's not many people that I think Patrick Mahomes probably does have bad footwork. Well, I mean, he can throw the ball jumping sideways wherever he wants to though. Yeah, exactly. So, what are your thoughts on this matchup? I know you you started off talking about it, and then I hijacked. It. Yeah, you, well, no, it's it's gonna be away? it's gonna be an interesting one because like, why is Canute trying to win? Um, because he's projected to win by eight points. He's rolling out Winston, Fournette, Mooney, Hooper, Penny, Tyler Boyd, Higby, Drake London, Marcus Mariota. Like, why aren't we starting? you know, your, your best possible lineup, but, um, yeah, I don't know. So it, yeah. And I, and if I'm Canute, I have, he has his own first and his own second. So he, and I don't know. It's, it's okay. Would you rather have your first? Cause again, he's going to be in the same position he was last year where he doesn't have space on his roster for all of his draft picks. Right. Unless you're going to cut Jalen Tolbert, unless you're going to cut a Jacoby Myers, unless you're going to cut a DJ Shark, unless you're going to cut a Curtis Samuel, Kenyon Drake, Sterling Shepard, right? Like unless uh, which I okay, Canute, if you're going to go with the app, if you're going to truly adopt the youth movement and and roster all of your seconds and all of your first this year, then yeah, go for it and like accumulate more picks. But at least if I'm him, this team cannot win. He needs brutally to, honest. This this team cannot and will not win this year. So get 
as close to 101 as you can. And maybe he will. Maybe he will get close to 101. But losing to Mark Week 1 is or beating Mark Week 1 is not the path to 102, I don't think. No, because he's going to win. And likelihood is, is Eli is going to lose to Chris. So that means that most likely Eli, Mark, Ben, like we said, Josh, and then me. Uh, you and Matt and uh, are all going to be Pastrala are all going to be zero and one. Are all going to be zero. He automatically goes to top seven. So right, that's at least if at least if we're perfect on our on our on our win loss projections week one. Right, but that's just what based I'm saying, on like if sleeper if sleeper if what sleeper is projecting happens, that's what it look it's looking like. Right, if everything falls the way sleeper says, he could be top seven. But that's why that's why I was making the point of he needs to he needs to like guarantee a loss almost. Right, right. Because I mean, and even because who does too, he play? Like I don't think Mark wants to. I lose. think he plays. I, I think he plays me next week. Or no, I play Matt next week. But he goes up against DFT next week, and he could he could very easily lose to DFT week two. Yeah, because Ben Ben owes, owns Mark's pick. So Mark has no yes. incentive to lose. No, which is why Mark is, tr- is trotting out Brady and Henry and Amon Ra and Irv and those guys, like his best players. Mark needs to trade Brady to Ben. For his pick or something like that, he might have. Yeah, that could be a more. move. That could be a move for. That could be a move for Ben. Ben's got some draft capital he could part with too. Because like Ben's got some firsts, and I'm not saying that I'm paying multiple. I should that you should pay multiple firsts for Tom Brady. No, no. But no, if no. it gets if Ben if Ben let's say pulls off as let's say Ben's going kind of crazy weeks one through eight for some reason, and he's like, hey, I've. I'm feeling pretty good about my team or like let's say the trade deadline's coming up and Ben is firmly in the sixth or even fifth playoff spot and he's like, hey, I'm going to try to make at least a small move to try to get better and Tom Brady is playing decently well but not outstanding and Mark's like, well, I got to trade him now before I get nothing out of him. I could see Ben sending a first plus for Tom Brady for sure. Um, even, ju- even just to... Like assuming Tua and Trevor Lawrence play well, like even just barring against injury on Tua, yeah, right. At least having a third quarterback that you could put in there because Davis Mills is in Houston, and I think Davis Mills could be fine as an NFL quarterback. But I don't want to. If I'm a playoff team, I don't want to start Davis Mills. Not if I don't have to. No. No. Not if I don't have to, especially with the weapons that just the weapons discrepancy between Houston and Tampa Bay. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> Yeah. Like Brandon Cooks is nice and I think he's a great buy low, but not not as a wide receiver one. So yeah, I could I could see but yeah, so like we were saying, Mark has no incentive to lose. So Canute could, in all likelihood, according to Sleeper, be one and oh and a top seven team this year, but owning his pit owning his first, which hey, if Canute can make the playoffs and own his first and still get a player of of solid caliber, then by all means go for it. Like the goal is to get into the playoffs. But yeah, I just don't know how realistic that is going to be for Canute this year. Yeah, I don't know Who if knows? you mentioned this already, but he does go up against DFT next week. Yeah. So yeah, if he goes up against him, you know the the thing is, is I was looking forward to Eli goes up against Jeremy week two, so he could very likely be zero and two. Ben goes up against Chris, he could be zero and two, and Mark goes up against. Um, commish. So, I mean, he could be one and one. 
Um, so mm-hmm. still, then if he beats, he's two and zero. Yeah. Which then, yeah, yeah. Canute needs to lose. But I mean, also, Canute could just just as easily be three and zero instead of zero and three. Yeah. Because he plays DFT week two, not a <laughs> not a matchup I'm he willing to bet Matt on one way three. or the other. It's going to be close. And then he pl- plays Matt week three. So. And then he goes up against Sam week four, um, and then and then he plays me week five. So he could be four and one with definitely a leg up on the Eli's of the world and the Dan Pastralos of the world and potentially even the Ben Box of the world. But just from a record perspective, not points scored, not victory points, none of that. So, again, it depends on how many victory points he can get in those weeks where he is projected to win. Um I think I take. I think Canute wins Week One. Yeah, he goes one and zero. He's gonna. I think he's gonna keep his lineup. He's gonna win. But, um, yeah. Otherwise, really no significant matchups. You know, Sam. We okay. think he's gonna beat Matt. Uh, Jeremy's gonna beat yep. um, Minnesota Dan. Um, what are the odds that DFT? Or what are the odds that uh, DFT pulls a, a Matt Peterson week one last year? Little team that must. And uh, dethr- and preemptively uh, dethrones Jeremy from a get- yet another attempt at an undefeated season. Is that possible at all, you think? <laughs> um, well, he's got Odell Beckham starting in his lineup. So, I oh. mean... No, he could probably Minnesota Dan. He could probably even Matt. Even Matt could get a full lineup out there against Jeremy. Well, he could Come throw on. Elijah Indeed. Moore up in that starting wide receiver spot. Throw Raheem Mostert, Bateman, Mostert, Alan Lazard. Yeah, Lazard, Bateman, Texas Dan. Come on, George Pickens. Kenny Walker's not gonna play. Put Mostert in. Kenny George Pickens. Or trade me George Pickens. Just trade me Pickens. Ooh, he just dropped Tariq Cohen. Hmm, interesting. Damn. Huh. While Inter- we're talking, yeah, that is interesting. That's crazy. While we're actively pot, while we're potting right now. Uh, so I wonder if if he's gonna make some lineup changes here soon. Hopefully. Um, hopefully he needs to do that. Please don't start OBJ. He's a free agent. And like, yeah, Matt owns free agents on his bench, but they're not in his starting lineup. Right. That that makes me mad. Anyway, <laughs> other matchups. <laughs> um, yeah, other matchups. Oh, there he is. He's he's adjusting. He's adjusting right now. Bateman's in there instead of OBJ. <laughs> okay, okay. So he's getting closer. Oh, and he's got he's and he's got Kenny to, Walker in there. One twenty three. Yeah, he's gonna put Kenny Walker out. Kenny Walker, he's gonna he's gonna start. He's gonna start week one. Um, I'm calling it. No, but he's got. I would put. I would think he puts Cordero in there instead, or Mostert. Oh, instead of Walker, he's got his full lineup in there. Okay, so he's got Mac Jones, Kenny Walker, Bateman. Oh, sh- oh shit! Oh shit, dude! In announcements right now, Matt said WMFAAR incoming. Oh my god. Let's go. <laughs> we need Hi. to get him on the pod. <laughs> we do need to get him on the pod. <laughs> Look at it. It's blowing up right now. <laughs> Everybody loves some good WMFAR. <laughs> yeah, we do. 
Oh, shit. Oh, so good. Tears of joy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Oh, but yeah, God. that's it. That's it for, for matchups this week. Okay. Um, we can... We can talk about head on over to segment two. Segment two preseason award predictions. Why don't you start us? So off here, we Pete? are recording. Yeah, we are recording on Wednesday, September seventh, uh, at an undisclosed time. Um, for work purposes. <laughs> for work purposes, and we have some awards that we're gonna that we're gonna predict. And I do want to keep track of these year over year. Um, these are the awards, at least right now, um, that I've, that I've thought of and, and, and came up with some, with some answers for, um, the awards are MVP, which is highest overall scorer, a very regular season award. This will not count playoff performances. This is strictly weeks one through 14. Is that how many regular season weeks we have? Including the, yeah, 14, 14, 14, including the, is it 14? Yeah, because weeks 15, 16, and 17, it's a 17-game season. There's 18 yep. weeks. Yep. Championship yep. is yep. week yep. 17. Yep. You got it. So uh, this is only weeks 1 through 14. Um, highest overall score, regardless of position. Then we have uh, what baseball so finally, or what, what baseball so um, I think perfectly calls the Silver Slugger Award, which is the highest score at each position. Uh, then we have, um, so quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end. And then I think we probably could do like a, a flex. So like one highest score of any of the, of any of the non quarterback position groups. Um, we could do that as well. And then toilet bowl. So the team that you think is going to win the compensatory two fifteen pick. Um, you also, the, then you also have the ultimate champion, which is the team who wins the uh, championship matchup. Um, winner of the Belichick pot team who executes the most trades in this, in the regular season, um, team that had or teams or things that are the, that are going to be a biggest or the biggest surprise. And this can be subjective. And then finally, uh, our regular fire and ice picks, uh, of the NFL week one fantasy football season. Um, I'll start with mine, my MVP. So the highest overall score, I think is going to be Justin Herbert quarterback, Los Angeles chargers. Um, way too many weapons on his team. Um, and I think in the AFC West, there's going to be enough high scoring games where Herbert is going to be playing meaningful football in the fourth quarter, where I don't think Josh Allen is going to be playing as many meaningful games in the fourth quarter, just cause they're going to already be up by 21 points in the fourth or 28 points in the fourth. And they'll throw in their backup for us for a series or two. So just based off that, I think Herbert's the MVP, um, my silver slugger for each position, Justin Herbert, uh, Jonathan Taylor, I think is going to be running back one. Devontae is going to be wide receiver one. And then I, dude, I so badly wanted to put Pitts as the highest scoring tight end, but I couldn't do it. So it's, it's going to be Kelsey. I'll let you hop in there. <laughs> Perfect. Um, so my MVP, it's, got, it's Josh Allen. Um, one thing that drives me, bonkers is that both players we listed are on Jeremy's team. Um, so Josh Allen, um, uh, which then means my silver slugger award, obviously quarterback is going to go to Allen. I think the running back won this year. I have to, inter- I have to interrupt you. Uh, Eli said to, whenever we get the opportunity, uh, to m- sh- remind people that Knute 
allowed this to happen. Yes. Canute, Canute, uh, made, Canute, so Canute did this. You allowed, you allowed this to happen. Yep. Canute, you did this. Um, we deserve, we deserve two apologies. One from Eli for one to Eli for, uh, from yesterday, uh, or last night's podcast and one after this podcast. I think if Jeremy, uh, so the apology count, the Canute apology count is up to two. So I think, I think if Jeremy, <laughs> I'm going to keep track of that too. <laughs> if Jeremy repeats this Canute year, apology count, either Canute has to leave the league or he has to kick in half of everybody's buy-in next year. <laughs> or, or he just has to do the punishment regardless of if he's last. <laughs> yeah. If Jeremy repeats, Canute has to do the punishment repeats, this year, no matter Knute what. Canute has to do the punishment. <laughs> and, and, and if he gets last some way, somehow, he's got to do it twice. Yeah. He's got he's to gotta re-up. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. Oh, my gosh. Uh, anyways, Allen, QB1, Dalvin Cook. Is going to be the running back one this year. I think that's a surprise. Um, Spicy. Obviously, it, se- it seems like a homer pick, and, and it probably is a little bit being a Vikings fan. But, you know, and it may not also be, you know, KOC's style. Um, you know, he just got to L.A. two years ago, but I kind of look at the way that L.A. used Gurley. Um, Cook has been a great pass catcher. He's, he's a great runner. Um, just like Gurley was. Um, I think that if he took anything from McVay's offense remotely close to what they did with the running backs, like a good elite running back, I mean, even Cam Akers, when he was healthy, he had, you know, he was a pretty good running back in that system. Um, I think that Dalvin Cook definitely has the opportunity um, to sneak in a quick RB1 season. Um, before it's all said and done. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, he still, okay. he still looks good when he runs, but these running backs he really does. seem to be a shelf life. There's, there's not the Adrian Petersons where they're a Mm-mm. dominant running back for 10 years. No. You know what I mean? Um, no. And then I say that the wide receiver one this year, I think is going to be Debo Samuel. Um, I think that there's going to okay. be a little bit of a, a little bit of a, um, grace period with Trey Lance. I think they're going to have to get creative. Uh, I think he's going to want to run a lot of jet sweeps, a lot of quick dump offs, you know, a lot of quick unders outs. Um, and I think that, I think that Lance might help in that he's got an arm, he's got a cannon. Um, so I think that Debo, yeah, he can sling it. Yeah. Debo, but he's not going to be that good (sighs) to be determined. Um, you're right. But I think that Debo, <laughs> Debo is such an athlete. He's got what it takes to do it. Yeah, he's crazy. He's a stud. Yeah, I love Debo. I got him in. I got him in Gilly, and I'm hoping I can ride him for the first couple weeks like crazy. Yeah, I I got him in one of my other leagues too. So that probably is part of my bias. But um, <laughs> I then say you can't help it. I then say that Pitts could be the tight end one. I think that Ooh, don't do that to me. I think that this Stop, could dude. be his year. Um, they added Drake London year two already (gasps) year two. He could, um, you know, he's got Drake London last year. They didn't have Ridley. They didn't have anybody else. Um, so basically they just covered the middle wherever Pitts was. Uh, that's how Patterson was always open. They were always running that, you know, dink and dunk stuff. Um, with, with Matt Ryan was Matt Ryan. Yeah. He was there still. And you know, he was there. He was there last year. Pitts still had a great year, but he was not. How many times did he score? Twice? 
once. 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 He had one touchdown. Once. And, and he, was, he hasn't scored. He hasn't scored an NFL touchdown on American soil ever. Yes, it was in London. So, was but in he London. was also. What did he finish as? What did he finish as total last year? What was his? Uh, Tight end six or something. So exactly, if he can end tight end six <laughs> with one touchdown, yeah, granted, he was tight granted, end six. Mariota is now the starting quarterback, but uh, I think right. he's got he's got what it takes. I saw him in the preseason. He's, he's got it. He lined he's up as a it. wide receiver and took on a corner. Dude, I'm like, what? They're they're legitimately running him as a wide receiver. Yeah, it's a, it's like like he is. He's a freak. He is uh. He's a freak. I'm not. I, there's not even. I don't even know if there will be by the time it's all said and done a player comparison. Like when Pitts is in his prime, he's a unicorn. <sighs> Dude, yeah. He, there's, yeah. It's tough. It's tough. <laughs> I mean, it's like as a linebacker, it's tough because he's bigger and stronger and faster than you. And guess what? As a cornerback, he is bigger and stronger and faster than, than you, a lot of most you. Likely. And guess what? You he got, ran a four four four. You got to suck it up and he take it. He ran a four four four. <laughs> and as a and as a safety, he's he's bigger and faster and stronger than you. <laughs> but he sucks ass at blocking. He's a terrible blocker. So it's like genuinely, they can't have him in there on a running down and even pretend like they're gonna throw to him because he can't block to save his life. So, so at least he's not George Kittle, um, which I'm I'm fine with. I love that you have Pitts as the as the number one scoring tight end. That makes me very excited. Um, moving on, a few more awards. Uh, did we stop at so at our silver sluggers? Yep, we ended with silver sluggers. Okay. Um, I think I am going to be the worst team in the regular season, but I also think I'm going to be able to still win, uh, that compensatory pick when I put together a lineup that needs to win. Um, at least as my roster stands currently with, um, Mahomes, I think Pickett's going to be starting by middle of the year at latest. I would imagine, uh, in Pittsburgh, I think I would imagine that, um, Trubisky has a very short leash. Um, I think I could. I think I could beat out the the non playoff teams in a in a compensatory pick battle. So I'm taking myself. Yeah. Um, I don't think so. I. I mean, your team. Your team's. <laughs> I'm t- I just want to be optimistic, man. I can't wait for the toilet bowl when I can start Pitts and all those guys and like actively be rooting for them. You have to be optimistic. And you you got really close last year, weren't you in the champ? Were you in the championship? I have no. I was in the. I think I was second. I, I don't think I've made it to the championship since it was a first round. Who did Krause beat? Pick. He beat Ben. Oh, that's right. That's right. Did he? I'm pretty sure he and Ben played for that. The, that sounds right. For yeah. two fifteen. Yeah. Okay. Right. Um, I think he wins it again. Um, he he's got a good team. I think he's just gonna miss out. Not having that that second quarterback is gonna bite him in the regular season. Um. Even though he just got Joe Flacco, which we'll allude to later. Right, yeah. He just got Joe Flacco, but he's not going to play the full season. So it might get him a couple wins, depending on how long um, Zach Wilson's out. But from how it sounds, it's only one week. I know, and that's what... Sorry, I was away from the mic. And that's what's weird is I thought when they first... When Wilson first got hurt, didn't they say it was like a potentially three to four week injury? I can't remember. Um, but that was, again, I suppose... 
two like a week into the preseason. So right. the, I mean the timeline right. timeline makes sense. Right. I thought they'd be a little bit a little bit cautious because I don't think the Jets are hoping to win the AFC North or AFC East this year. I don't think they're year. even going to be close. Um, no, they're not even going to sniff the playoffs. So it's like, why would you, why would you risk rushing back who you hope to be your franchise quarterback? <clears throat> He's not. Um, <laughs> but why would you, Josh? You cannot tell me that Zach Wilson's going to be a franchise quarterback for the Jets. No. 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 He can't. Um, but I would think they'd still be, uh, still be somewhat opt or uh, somewhat cautious with him. But if he was just close enough and maybe that's just him missing week one and coming back next week, who knows? But, um, Dan Krause could definitely pull, could definitely pull off a toilet bowl win. Um, but that's not where he has his, his sights set on. He's hoping playoffs. Yeah. I- uh, we can, we can probably both say who we think the champ champion is going to be uh on the count of three okay one two three jeremy jeremy (laughs) uh yeah it's gonna be jeremy right (laughs) likely um okay i don't he's just i mean we were were kind of playing this game uh i jokingly said before we started recording that i could knock jeremy off (laughs) and so we 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 went through and, and pete went through player by player and he goes okay yeah. tell me which player is better joe burrow josh allen i mean obviously josh allen is the josh better allen. player um you know and you, you just go line by line and i probably have a couple yeah. players that could start on his team and it's not to say that my players are bad i have some good no. players but when it comes down to it he, he got fills top every two top five dynasty at yeah, it's every single like starting he, slot on his team is yeah. <laughs> like a top fourteen player. I don't know how that's possible. I know. I don't know how that's possible. And maintaining the picks that he has, like that's insane. I don't know how he did that. I don't know how he did. That. He still has a second. He still has a second in twenty twenty four. He still has a first and a second in twenty twenty five. He doesn't have much going into this year, but into this draft class, but. Who does he care when he's going for the show? He's looking right? to end it, right? <laughs> if he ends it, it doesn't he's matter. End it. And what's crazy is uh, Jonathan and Eli alluded to this last night, but they they were talking about how Jeremy will most likely uh, finish with the most ten dollar weekly high scoring. Uh, like he'll have the most uh, weekly high scores out of all the teams, so he'll have the most of like ten dollar wins. He'll most likely, or is slated to win right now, the Belichick pot, which I'm not sure how much it is, but it's the most points scored in, the, in three-year increments, the yearly pot for being the champion, and the Empire pot for, being, for winning it back-to-back. That's crazy. So, <laughs> that yeah, that's crazy. Like, what the one, hell do you do with that? What the hell do you do with that, dude? One thing, like, and Jeremy, for listening, I would love for you to post on this. One thing that I kind of go and think about is if you're Jeremy, do you want to win this year? Because that resets. That I mean, you've got Josh Allen, you've got Herbert. Why take a year off, come back and win next year? I mean, he's got the potential of a team that could win again. To, not this year, but even I mean, this year, but also next year. So are you like, okay, like let me take second place. I'll take first again the next Dude, year. I, <laughs> what if you are you saying you punt the championship game? Yes. 
<laughs> I mean, it's not. I mean, it's not gonna happen. Because is it? Is it? Is it then a bigger flex to be like, okay, ended the league? In two years, you're in the same position. Or, or, but what I'm saying is, he wins the championship, ends the league. We redraft. We start over. Is it a bigger flex to redraft and then kick our ass again the next year? Like, can he do that? I think. <laughs> I think it's more of a challenge. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, probably because. Uh, well, here's the thing: how much turnover, how much governor turnover would there be if Jeremy ends it this year? And then, like, because how many people rolled over from rolled over from uh, Empire Strikes Back? Well, we lo- we lost Hakeem and. Um, Corey. And the team, and and Corey, but, essentially but then also Sam, Sam and Eli took split. over like one of their spots. So we lost essentially so we lost one person Corey. from last year. No, and Eric because Eric's. Oh no, wait. I was Eric. Yeah the the one person the one person was uh, the one person that was new was Jeremy. Oh, and then Dan Pastralo because he wasn't in the old league. And Canute was he? And Canute. Everybody else. So. I mean, if there are three new owners, I'm hope. I mean, I'm hopeful that there's not three new owners if Jeremy ends it. I don't. But I don't foresee if, anybody leaving. But if if it's all the same fourteen governors coming in next year or coming into a to a auction startup, do you try to game plan against certain play like? We saw game planning against Chris when Ben got Mahomes for two hundred bucks, and look, and now look Ben is ben. three, and now Ben is three years later trying to regroup and like make a playoff push. And Chris has been in the playoffs that twice, and Chris McCaffrey, and Chris was second place last year, right? Or was was Sam in the championship? Game? Chris. No, it was Chris. So Chris got second the year after he got second to last, right? Which I still no, attribute some of that. Some I attribute some of that turnaround to the compensatory pick being one fifteen. No, I think that uh, that got him Waddle, didn't it? No, that got did him. He get Waddle at Terrace like one ten. He got Waddle at like eleven. Oh, okay. So never mind. But even I don't know. I'm still salty. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I think um, uh, Chris was probably the best team to tank that year. I mean, I tanked and Ben tanked. Yes. And Chris had a hand over fist better team. And I tanked. Yeah, but you didn't tank until like week I six. Tanked, I tanked. Yeah, because I traded for Mahomes and then I tried to be good. <laughs> yeah. When I should have just tanked. Um, okay. Speaking of, who do we think scores the most points this year? Which team? Um, I think... Go. I think Sam scores the most. Um, I don't. Um, I think Aaron Rodgers isn't going to do everything that he did. I, Aaron Rodgers, great quarterback. I, I'll, I'll, I'll t- oh, give top, credit credits top, due, but he's not going to put up top the stat. five I mean, quarterback all time. What? Top five quarterback all time. I'll for, say top for ten Rogers. without thinking. Um, definitely sure. could probably make an argument for top five. Um. But I mean, he couldn't win Super Bowl. He won a Super Bowl, but I mean, that's that's only one more than Kirk Cousins. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> but like, how many quarterbacks not named Tom Brady or Peyton Manning? Uh, what? Yeah, what, which quarterbacks not with the la- with the last name Brady or Manning have two, multiple Super Bowl wins? How many did the Steelers not ben, win? Not Ben Roethlisberger. 
Only one. Hmm. Yeah, and he. I mean, I would probably put Rodgers in the same category as Ben Roethlisberger. Philip Rivers won none. Exactly. Brett Favre won one. Right. Uh, obviously, like the like the so older greats, like Montana think. won multiple. But anyway, Anyways. anyway, Sam, um, Sam, you don't think, especially with Rogers without Devontae, you don't think Sam can score that like that? No, I don't think he. I don't think he can score like that. Um, so I actually have Chris. Okay, I could I could absolutely see Chris being the highest scorer this especially year, especially with Lamar. Um, sounds like contract negotiations. I just saw it come across. He's Lamar has set a deadline. If a deal is not done by Friday, he's done talking. Um, wow. So what's his contract situation right now? He's going into his final year, I believe. His fourth year. Right, 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 right. Or did they exercise the did they exercise the fifth year option? Yes. Yet? Yeah. Okay. So he's so he's going into his got, fifth year. Yeah. So he's the deadline for him to negotiate <clears throat> is week one. But he, he has now set his own deadline, says, hey, if we can't come up with something by Friday, like I'm, I'm not going to negotiate up until Sunday. You know what I mean? Um, wow. Wow. Yeah, so he he's going to be an unrestricted free agent after this year. Uh, no, because he, yes. he's going into yeah. his fourth year or his fifth year? No, he's going into his fifth year. He was drafted with the last pick in the first round in 2018. Oh, shit. Yeah, so he's going into his last year. Um, yeah, so he's a free agent after this year. So if he doesn't sign with the Ravens in the next day, two days, he's signing somewhere else. Probably. Holy smokes, that's a crazy. That's a crazy thing to think about. If you're Chris, does that impact? <clears throat> does that impact anything for him? Probably no, not. No, I mean Lamar is still going to be Lamar wherever he goes. I actually saw a yeah. funny thing, and it wasn't even Vikings related, but it was a a non-Viking sports writer. That said, if I'm Lamar, where do I want to go? And one of the top choices was Minnesota. Minnesota. You got Kevin O'Connell, Justin Jefferson, Dalvin Cook, Adam Thielen, KJ Osborne. Oh. I mean, and our <laughs> offensive line has gotten be significantly hot. better. And if we can cut, I mean, yeah, we don't even have to cut anything. Like, this is the last year of Kirk's deal, and we're giving him $35 million. Like, we can give another. You think that's what Quezzy, you think that's what Quezzy's thinking about? If it's not in the back of his, no, if dude, it's he's not in the d- back of his head. No, he's an bro, idiot. no, bro. He's Kirk is our quarterback next year. He has a dead cap of forty-eight million. Fuck. We're not. Oh, that's right. We <laughs> that's extended so his ass. <laughs> okay, so it was. I think they were talking yeah, that bro. we would have to trade. We extended Kirk Cousins. We have to trade. They would not trade. <laughs> Kirk Cousins for Lamar Jackson. If if Lamar says I mean, he's meaning, not meaning the Ravens, meaning the Ravens. If Lamar's like, know, I'm not going to resign, so either, like, then, trade me. Then maybe. You think we could? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, if I'm the Ravens, I would I would take Kirk Cousins over nothing. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, uh, so, yeah. I Chris think, could definitely be a, the top scorer I think he this could year. definitely be a top scorer, um, especially if Trey Lance can do uh, what, what some people say he can. So, If, tra- if Trey Lance is that dude... That dude, and if Marquise, and if and if Hollywood Brown can uh, can show out without Nuke for six weeks, Chris could get off to an extremely hot start. Yeah, if he can do, I mean, look what he was doing last year at the beginning. Mm-hmm. But. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I I think I think Sam I think Sam could do it just based off of he has 
what you could argue are or were even last year going into it, the running back one, the wide receiver one, and a quarterback that could that could be quarterback one. Obviously not this year. Rodgers is not going to be the quarterback one this year for Sam. But still having Devontae, having Christian McCaffrey, still having Mike Evans and Keenan Allen and Debo, dude, pfft, Sam could put up absurd weeks. He did all year last year. He's only like, I think it was Jonathan and Eli, they, I think they said that Sam's only behind Jeremy for total points by like 28 points or something like that. And it's like, yeah, you forget that Sam did that without having Christian McCaffrey on his team. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Well, so, so like Sam, like if, if McCaffrey is healthy, whoo, McCaffrey is a top three running back. Would you agree? If McCaffrey's healthy? I mean, if McCaffrey's healthy, top three. he'd be number one. He's number one. Maybe. He can be, I said. So he it's can like, be. he can be. He has been, and he, and he can be. Yeah. Um, so, so with that. So Sam, Sam, will put up a, Sam will put up a lot of points. Sam will put up a lot of points, but he's still 175 behind Jeremy for the Belichick pot. 175? 175. Oh, I thought it was way fewer. No. Okay. So that's quite a bit. Yeah, so he's quite a bit behind. Yeah, I'm I'm calling it. Yeah, I think Sam has a crazy year for points. Um and I think he takes it. I think he he edges out Jeremy just w- by the slimmest of margins. So he's got to outscore Jeremy by 176. That's a lot. I think it's possible. Points. Come on, Sam. Um who do you have taking the Belichick pot? I got Jeremy taking it. Okay. Yeah. I got Jeremy taking the the Belichick pot. Um, and so, yeah, let's talk a little bit about uh, trades, who we think is going to make the most trades. Um, obviously, you've got maybe some insider um, info when it comes to who you picked. Um, but I think that I think one, play, uh, one, t- one governor that could shock is Eli. Um, you yeah. know, if his team struggles out the gate like it did last year, does he try and unload a few players for picks? Um, you know, we predict his Dude. team to to not be great. So maybe closer to the deadline. Not only we, but fail bookie. Right. Fail bookie is like four wins. Yeah. So do you Axe. try and unload a digs? Do you unload car? Do you unload? I mean, maybe yeah. like Najee's a piece that you keep because he's still young. Keep. I would keep Najee and even keep guys like guys like Higgins and. Devonta Smith, but like the Kareem Hunts of the world, he should have been traded last year. I mean, Kareem Hunt, yeah, you're not probably not going to get much. Like for he him. missed, like Eli, Eli missed the boat on Kareem Hunt probably middle of last year. Well, I think remember we told him that he was missing the boat on Kamara, and then he traded Kamara yep. plus for Najee. Um, yeah, he did. So, <laughs> which like now, it it may work out for him. Maybe it may work out for him, but like, is Najee really in? in the timeline for Eli's team given his quarterback play mo like most specifically his quarterback play Jared Goff or Daniel Jones you have to make a coin flip every every week between those two guys that's right and maybe so maybe he keeps Carr maybe he keeps Najee Devontae Smith all those guys trade a Diggs if he's going ham trade him at the deadline get yep. a few firsts you can maybe grab a quarterback Grab another receiver, maybe grab another running back. Like, if you can get. Yeah. Because are you. Yeah. I mean, I think, to be honest, a fair, thing a fair is, trade for Diggs is like two firsts and a second. 
Yeah, or I would give a I would give a rookie and I would give a rookie and a first plus like a rookie wide receiver and a first plus for Diggs easily if I were a contender. I wouldn't trade Waddle. Like if I'm Chris, I'm not trading Waddle for Diggs. Absolutely not. But if I were, if I had, if there was another young running or wide receiver that Eli wanted, say, uh, like I mean, Marquise I mean, Brown. I would probably give like, like a Marquise Brown. Like if if Eli said, "Hey, I want Marquise Brown and a first round pick," are you for? I'm not um, taking that if I'm if I'm Eli. For Diggs, probably not. No, I mean, I, I mean, you'd probably want two firsts. I'd probably give him like, pro- yeah, I'd give him Michael that. Thomas in a first for Diggs. But but would you give him? Would you give Eli three firsts for Diggs? No. No. Okay. I don't know if many people would. So you're probably capped at about two two plus firsts in value, which like, hey, that's still great for a wide receiver one, but. Going into last year, there was so much hype on Diggs of him being the wide receiver one. You could have gotten three first for him easy. I know. And now, like, the emergence of Gabe Davis, Dawson Knox, like, I mean, it takes away. They drafted the Cook. They drafted Cook's little bro. Like Exactly. I mean, yeah. we're, we're not going to sit here and say Diggs is a bad wide receiver. He's still so, he's elite. but No. But you think Eli has has room on his roster for for trades? Yeah. Like guys on his roster that you think should go. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. I'm betting on myself to make the most trades. Uh, r- truly, no one really is off the is off the table except for Kyle Pitts and Mahomes. Uh, You're never gonna trade Mahomes. You can you can come make an offer for Mahomes. I already have twice. That's what I'll doesn't that's work. what I'll say. Doesn't work, guys. Um, Don't even try. No, you can absolutely try. Um, you can try, but Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts and Mahomes, uh, for the most part, are really the only untouchables, and those are really the only good guys I have on my roster. So, <laughs> if you want to trade for some bad guys, come uh, come hit me up. I would love to trade. Um, my biggest surprise, and this is again, this can be subjective. Ooh, I'm betting on my betting on blood, Ben. I think you're a top four playoff team this year. I think your team does it. I think your team does exactly what you hope it does. I think Ayuk balls out in San Francisco uh, with Lance having having an arm that can that can throw those routes that Ayuk specializes in. Um, I think Tua and Trevor Lawrence both have a great year. Um, hey, well, hey, while you're while you're on that topic, can you quick give me who your uh, poop pick is for this week? My poop pick. Yeah. Oh yeah, my poop pick is Trevor Lawrence. I think he sucks. <laughs> I think he sucks week one. I think he has an absolutely terrible game week one, but I think overall he has a great season. Okay, okay, okay. Sorry. <laughs> so yes, I don't. I do not think Trevor Lawrence plays well at all against Washington. Uh, no, not in the slightest. But I think I think Trevor Lawrence has a really good year this year. Um, and I think also that Matt could challenge for the seventh playoff spot just Stop. based off points because Stop. because. <laughs> You, your, and my uh, silver slugger picks combined. Matt has two out of the four of those guys. <laughs> <laughs> he has, he has, he's got he has half Kelsey. of those guys. <laughs> oh my god! He's, yeah, he's got he's got Cook and Kelsey. Not to mad, not to mention Justin Fields. 
uh, and Tyler Lockett with Geno Smith, you know, that's going to be a dangerous combo. Um, I mean, that's like, that's not going to happen, but I would, I would love if it did. So that's, uh, that's the rationale. Chase Edmonds running back one in Miami, AJ Green, who still apparently is playing football and hot beef, who is a starter quarterback <laughs> in Cleveland. Not, not to mention, not to mention, uh, Hunter Renfro. Um, Hunter Renfro is not bad. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. Um, he has he has one guy on his bench who is slated to score more than eight points, and that is Devin Duvernay. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody else is zero oh, or <laughs> less than that. <laughs> so that's my that's a uh, uh, biggest surprise. Hopeful is that Matt's a top seven scoring team. Uh, yeah. So my biggest my big. What was that? My big. I was drinking. Out my of water, biggest surprise is going to be if Jeremy does not repeat. That's going to be a surprise to me. Um, we've both kind of yeah. slated him up there. Um, Fail bookie has been right on a lot for the last two years. So um, I'm going to roll with the numbers. You know, barring any major injury, I'm going to be surprised if Jeremy doesn't repeat this year. Unfortunately, I agree. I mean, dude, it that roster construction is perfect. Yeah, it's perfect. You have two different types of running back on your roster. You have a pa- uh, an elite pass catcher in Austin Eckler, I believe, and you have a dominant ground runner in Nick Chubb. You have quarterbacks who truly do it all who Justin Herbert will probably rush for what, like four, three or 400 yards this year, which like isn't nothing. Um, and like a few touchdowns, I'm sure Josh Allen will probably rush for seven or eight touchdowns this year. Uh, but yet they don't rely on their legs to score. They both throw the ball extremely well. You have a target share monster in a tight end every year. And you have wide receivers who catch a lot of footballs. <laughs> and they're young. Like the whole team is young. Every one of those players I named is probably under 27 at least. Yeah. <laughs> Which is so stupid. It's so dumb. It's <laughs> absurd. Kittle I think Kittle, okay, Kittle I think is 20. And Eckler. And Eckler might be up there too. But all things considered, dude, it's a juggernaut. Like that's the best way to describe it. It's unstoppable. <laughs> Makes me sad. Yeah, Kittle's 28. Josh Allen is 26. Austin Eckler is 27. Nick Chubb is 26. But, like, Herbert, 24. Deontay Johnson, 26. Justin Jefferson. Jerry Judy. Jerry Judy, 23. Justin Jefferson, 23. He's 23? Yeah. Uh, Khalil Herbert. Young. James Cook, rookie. Chase Claypool, second-year player. <laughs> 24. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, those are all bench guys who would start on too many teams in this league, unfortunately. Yeah. How the hell Mine did included. Let this? <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it makes no sense. Um, yeah. 
oh, dude, I hope he doesn't repeat, but he's going to, and it's going to suck. Yeah, I mean, it's not the end of the world. I'm sad, I'm sad about it. It's not the, it's end, not the end of the world. I, w- I would rather have it done now rather than, like, when Chris won it and it was, like, $5,000. Yeah, true. I mean, good on Chris. I mean, but I think he won it, like, right. he won it, like, three times Year in seven. seven years. Three times in three times in five years. Yeah. Or seven or something like that. Yeah, it was insane. So like he's set up Jeremy is set up for a Chris like run. If not better. Unless he ends it this year. Then it's <laughs> just end it right away. Like, what's Unless better, he ends it this year. To kind of prolong it and then win it back to back or win it back to back. Well it's like you were saying, if you're if you're Jeremy and you're confident enough in your team and you're dedicated to not trading these guys, why not not win this year? And then let the pot continue to build up, win it the year after that, and win it the year after, like, because <laughs> I think not I think this year, but the next two years, and then and then get way more in the pot. Like, how much more would the Empire pot be at that point? I think it's a flex to be able to like back to back redraft and then still beat us. Like, can he do it? Yeah, dude, I don't know. It's looking likely, which is wild. I'm shady as. So I would definitely like try and punt to the championship if I had this D. <laughs> so the Empire Pot is seven hundred and fifty bucks. This is going into year three. That's it. Right. Yeah. So it's two thousand two hundred and fifty on top of the playoff champ gets an eight hundred and fifty eight like plus eight fifty that for that. Um, plus, let's say he scores. He wins the uh, Belichick pot. That's an additional hundred. So, what would he take home if he won this year? I'm I'm looking right now. I'm doing some I'm doing some math. How many times did Jeremy get first place or like highest score of the week last? Just say year? ten times. Just say ten is times. Way, is there a way ten? Just no. Just say, Let's say half. Seven. Yeah. So that's seventy bucks. He would make he would make this year if Jeremy ends it this year he would make uh thirty two about thirty two hundred bucks thirty two hundred or thirty two seventy. That's a nice payout. Yeah, dude. That includes. But his if you go, that he would but win. if he go, but if he goes, but if he goes no on that, but instead he's in the same position going into year five, seven fifty times five, just the emperor pot. Is three thousand seven hundred and fifty dollars plus the eight fifty he would make. No, I think that includes plus, let's the eight fifty. Because eight fifty comes so out of about, the emperor pot. Yeah, I mean, it's basically: does he want to make fifteen hundred dollars more in two years, or does he want to take the money this year? Basically, right. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to win if I'm if I'm ever in that position. I'm absolutely trying to win. Yeah, I'm I'm actually I'm probably with you. I'm Like you can't not. Like you can't not. This is all outrageous. Like that's not happening. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be crazy though. Uh fire and ice picks for week 1. Uh Devontae Adams. He's going to go off against the Chargers. Uh first game as a Raider. Uh I can't expect anything but to be honest. Um if Chris, if uh, Derek Carr can stay upright Devontae Adams is the fire pick for week one, and Sam gets off to a hot start. Uh, my ice pick, as alluded to earlier, Trevor Lawrence against Washington football team. No go. No go. It's going to be horrible. Bort, go. Um, for my for my fire pick this week, um, I'm going to go with Michael Thomas. 
Um, he hasn't played Ooh. in a long time. Um, they go up against Atlanta. Their defense is cheeks. Um, Jameis is healthy. Um, he's going to sling it. He's got LASIK done. Um, he's, <laughs> I love, I love LASIK Jameis. LASIK Jameis. Um, he's gonna, he's gonna throw it. Uh, Michael Thomas is going to get a lot of receptions. Um, and he's going to, he's going to go off against Atlanta. Um, my ice pick is Aaron Rodgers. Um, like I alluded to, I think the defense can get the better of him this week. Um, I mean, who's who on that offense for wide receivers can these corners not guard or cover? I should say. Tell me, I'm, I'm probably Alan Lazard. <laughs> how can we not cover Alan Lazard? I don't know, dude. <laughs> But I'm not going to say that we can until I see that we can. That's how I feel about this Vikings team. Exactly. So I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna, not going to say gonna anything. I'm just going to go until... out on a limb and say it. Aaron Rodgers is my poop pick for the week. Poopy. All right. All right. The Canute, the Canute apology count is at two. We'll keep track one as the for, year goes on. One, we will keep track as the year goes on. Canute apology is at two. If you want to submit your uh, Canute apologies, we'll announce them on the podcast. We will. All right. Thanks for listening. Bye, everyone. Till next time.